since I started doing it, it's always felt like I'm meant to do this. You know, this is something I started doing and I've loved every minute of it. And I, it's never really felt like work, if you know what I mean. I mean, I, I go to bed late, you know, up drawing till sometimes like two in the morning and then up early wow. with the kids and stuff. But it's never felt a struggle, if you know what I mean. Like I've never really run out of ideas and, you know, I always love that I can just do what I want to do and people, well, I seem to find the people that are into it as well, you know, so um, that's always a cool feeling as well. Like, you know, you draw something that you you really like and you stick it on it on Instagram or your website and people dig it as well and they actually buy the stuff and they hang it in their homes and that's a really cool feeling. That was Nick Thompson and this is The Mental Podcast. Welcome back, guys. It's me, Ed. Hope you're having a good week. Nice to have you back on the show. Hope things are good. I'm certainly good after having that conversation with Nick. He's an inspiring man, isn't he? Creative wonder. Um, he kindly came on the show and we talk about all things creative, following your dreams, getting taken into action and just following those passions in your life. So jump on board, come and have a listen. And don't forget to give us a review. Subscribe, review as on Apple Podcasts. That'd really help the podcast develop. And yes, let me know what you think. Go pick up a pen, get drawing, get creative, free the mind. Enjoy the podcast. Meet us again in a couple of weeks for another beauty. All right. Have a good week. Stay safe. Appreciate the small things. And we will get through this. Big love. Ah, oh, yes, it, it's time for another mental podcast. So happy today because I've got Nick over there in the bonny old blighty. Nick, how you doing? I'm good, mate. Thanks for having me. Older, sunny Peace Haven near Brighton. So, yeah, thanks for having me, mate. Yeah, it's beautiful, man. I'm uh, I'm super happy to get you on mental because um, we we actually met, I reckon, for the first time last year at, uh, down at Bonnie's place. Big up to Bonnie. Bonnie and John and Felix and Bonnie Archie, and hope you're all doing well in London. Big love to you. Yeah, we we met at their place, didn't we, in Uzes last summer? Yeah, yeah. It was um, yeah first time I met you, but I think we hit it off straight away, and we were just like best of buds within. Yeah, it was a good a it minutes, was a good crack, so. and I thought it'll be. Uh, it was actually your birthday, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was, man. And um, you and Ella came around, bought some pizzas and some beers, and uh, yeah, you, you you had me at pizza, so. <laughs> That was right. But, um, no, no, I, yeah, it was lovely meeting you guys. And you guys were so warm and welcoming and letting us swim in your pool and stuff. And um, yeah, it's the least, least I could do, come on your podcast. So It seems a long time ago, swimming in the pool. But yeah, just delighted yeah. to have you on here, man, because I I just want to get super inspiring people on. I love your creativity and, and I think uh, it's inspiring for others to to hear your story. Um, and I just thought, let's get Nick on. So maybe you could give us a little, for those people who don't know, give us a little rundown of what, what you do and, and maybe how it started. Let's start there. Yeah, totally. Um, I am an artist, although I always feel like I'm sort of kidding people when I say that. It feels like it's a, a profession you kind of give yourself, if you know what I mean. It's sort of like yeah. a, it's just self-titled, you know, by and I always, I was always on that fence. Like, oh, am I allowed to call myself an artist now? And then I remember yeah. speaking to someone or reading an interview, I think. And um, the guy was saying the most common question he gets asked is, "How do you get started being an artist?" And he said, "As soon as you create art or you sell a piece of art, you're now an artist." So I was like, "Okay, yeah. great. Well, I've done that already. So 
yeah, I guess I am an artist. I, I focus mainly on pop culture, so cartoons and reimagining them, them in like a different scenario or as something else. Um, and uh, yeah, I mainly do digital work. So uh, work on our iPads and, and on the computer, um, so digital drawings. But I do, I do paintings and this year I'm going to move more into paintings and murals as well. So sort of oh, really? leveling up. Yeah, yeah, trying to level up from the digital work. Um, just because now, since I moved out of London, um, you know, I've got a lot more space and I'm moving into a bigger studio and stuff. So I'm being extra professional. Uh, yeah, going to try and level myself up a little bit. But uh, yeah, I mean, most of the work I do, I, I put on Instagram and I sell it as merch and T-shirts and art prints and stuff like that. So um, yeah, sort of like spiraled and snowballed a bit bigger. And over the last few years, it's, uh, yeah, launched me up, up onto that sort of next level where I can kind of sell my own stuff and yeah, it's going all right. <laughs> it's amazing. It's and how, how, how did it sort of kick off? Cause, um, you know, how did you take that big step? Cause that's the brave step, isn't it? Stepping out on your own. Yeah, massively. I mean, for me, I, I mean, I was working in my family's sort of skate and bike shop and I was loving it and it was fine because you know, I was sort of my own boss, if you know what I mean. Well, except for my uncle, you know, he'd like to think he's my boss, but, um, <laughs> you know, and, uh, I was always creative and, you know, I was working with people who weren't, I guess, on the same sort of creative length as me. Um, you, you spoke about Bonnie earlier on, you know, and I was working with her for a few years and she's mega creative as well. So it's always nice working with that. But when she left, I kind of had a bit of a void and I didn't really have anyone to bounce off of and, uh, my wife sort of pushed me into doing like a graphic design course. And um, at the time, I was like hell bent on trying to work in advertising or marketing or, you know, trying to do that sort of stuff, trying to break into like the, the digital scene. Um, yeah. draw, drawing cartoons and doing my own stuff was not on my, not, uh, on, not, my, on, the radar. Um, not on the radar at all. I mean, it was when I was a kid, I think in my sort of like wildest childhood fantasies, you know, I thought oh, I could work for Disney or, you know the yeah. Simpsons or something like that, and do my own, you know, work work for a big studio. But then, as I sort of got into my late teens and early twenties, I just thought, oh, that's that's never going to happen. You need to know someone in the industry. You need to go to art school or this sort of stuff, and it, that was just not going to happen for me. Um, so you know, going back to college was like a big thing, and that kind of gave me a massive um, sort of drive to to sort of better my own knowledge on on digital work and. From that and trying to put a portfolio together, I started felt I, I sort of fell in love with drawing again and doing cartoons and animation and stuff. And uh, having a kid as well, like Lola, she was yeah I think about four at the time. Yeah, so she was getting massively into cartoons, and that sort of lit a fire under me to sort of start drawing again. And like, got, I mean, big thanks to things like Instagram. Like, I mean, love it or hate it, that really. Yeah that gave me a massive um, audience to, to show my art off to, you know, because I imagine like, you know, 20, 30 years ago, you'd have to put stuff in a gallery or, or set up uh, yeah. your own show just to get your artwork out there. But it's stick so it on true. Instagram. Yeah. And it's so easy to show your stuff to people. And that's, that's kind of how it, it ballooned for me. Uh, literally just put in. Yeah. So it's literally like, yeah, becoming a dad. And I guess like learning from your kids, it's amazing how much we learn from our kids and yeah. Into yeah, I mean, don't let them know work. that, but yeah, you know, you always want to keep them down. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, that 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 sort of gave me, um, I guess, an excuse to watch cartoons more, and and that yeah. really, for me, on like a nostalgic level, like if you look at my artwork, and if you were into, I mean, even if you're not into cartoons now, or 
you know, you've forgotten about a lot of the stuff you used to watch. If you look at any of my work, you'll, I guarantee you'll be able to see at least one piece on there. that be like, oh man, I used to watch that. Oh yeah, I remember, remember I used to love that toy, that sort of stuff, you know? So for me, it's like, it works on a very, or I work on a very sort of uh, nostalgic level where yeah. I want people to see my stuff and get absolutely drawn into it and remember the good times, I guess. And, you know, I do get a lot of messages where people say, oh, I remember that cartoon. I just started watching it again with my kid. And, and that's a really yeah. cool feeling, you know? So, yeah. Or the people will say, oh, I don't have kids. I'm just watching it again myself now. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I, um, it's so true when you see those characters. And you're like, oh, my God, I've totally forgotten about that guy or hmm. that character. Yeah, I mean, I do it myself. You know, I'll do a bit of research. And, oh, man, I love that cartoon. And, you know, I just recently put together this whole 80s sort of collage of just all cartoons from 1980s and so many of them i just forgotten and it's so cool just to dive into into websites and to just just sort of remember all that sort of stuff you know i mean it's yeah. uh there's got to be something said for for um for tapping into your nostalgia as a kid you know and just trying to of remember course. that simpler time you know <laughs> good time good times and with a lot better quality cartoons than we have now but um, I'm just yeah. getting a flashback of Super Ted. I think you did Super Ted in one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super <laughs> Ted made a feature in it. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, there's people who will message and be like, "Oh man, I thought I was like the only one who had that cartoon." Or I mean, I remember having Super Ted on like a VHS. I think it was like two <laughs> episodes and just yeah. watching, watching. I think I even had the teddy bear of it or something like that at one point. You know, so. Oh, um, and but yeah, like you said, it's it works on that level. Big time takes you back takes you back so that that leads me on to um inspirations who's who's a big inspiration for you you are ed massively i mean oh. everything you do the <laughs> shirt you know just... <laughs> the shirt the shirt's very inspiring i wanted to i wanted to give everyone a little uh, hawaiian vibe today just big it. up the vibes because mahalo <laughs> yeah exactly it's just it is a, it is a tough time for everyone at the moment so this podcast is all about a bit of fun talking about mental health but also just showing um showing people other ways to live and hopefully like inspiring people and you know that's why you're on here nick thanks um, man is that, so is that was... what i mean was, was that the main reason for starting this podcast then i guess was it yeah was it kind of I just mean, a personal thing to start with or yeah you, I mean, saw, saw, you saw like the bigger picture and you wanted to do something big do you, do you know what it was I've, I've struggled with mental health for many years and um mm. I'm, i made a few changes in my life and i always wanted to be on radio i always wanted to be a dj when i was a kid i used to make tapes and just, uh... <laughs> that's really cool man <laughs> <laughs> probably probably whilst i was watching those cartoons and then um yeah <laughs> between the between the two lockdowns basically i was like this is the time to do it i'd i was put on furlough for a bit and i just thought it's time to just do it and uh yeah i mean what better time like you know loads of people got i mean i think the whole lockdown thing really sort of gave people a bit of a drive to learn new things or you know like you said to pick up pick something up that they might have forgotten to do you know when they were younger and stuff you know so i think it's pretty cool yeah like, i mean just... seeing you doing it i i i want to do a podcast i mean i have thought about it for a while but um like you said you just did it and that's that's pretty inspiring man i think that's pretty cool yeah i mean i just i had a, a couple of good friends who were willing to just uh step up and and talk about you know and talk about intimate stuff and it's not always the way but it, it just i felt like it was an opportunity to talk you know about my own story and and hopefully make others just you know feel able that they can talk about and be proud of what you know what you've been through and uh 
you know succeed in so it's uh it's been a good it's, it's been good fun and just making those connections you know it's get, listening to people's stories it's 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 beautiful so i'm loving it i'm loving it who is who's your uh who inspires you for, for me art wise um there's an artist called jack kirby he's a really um you would know his his artwork he basically co-created um characters like captain america um a lot of the marvel guys as well so a lot of the marvel characters i mean he wasn't just stanley i mean he was like the face of marvel but jack kirby arguably just as um influential if not more um wow. i'm a bigger bigger fan of him and uh he's passed away now but um yeah his his art his line work his colors that he uses and um, that's a big influence into my own work as well um no, I can't get enough of, of his stuff. I mean, my goal in life is to own an original one day. But, oh, really? Um, yeah, I need a few, a few, a few grand for that. Um, <laughs> and I guess the missus would let me. Yeah. <laughs> I guess all his work was like, like proper, like what pen and paper style, like markers and. Yeah. Oh, totally, man. Yeah, just all pen and ink. Um, you know, I mean, the fact that he was you know doing that without any kind of digital aid is is just mind-blowing i mean obviously pen and paper is is the foundation of it but with um you know obviously the way things are going it's just easier with digital you know you can fire off a, a design yeah. to someone they can you can make changes and edits quite quickly you know when i do work for like a studio uh, especially like one of the big big brands um you know there's, there's always changes happening and stuff you know so it's a lot yeah. easier um but yeah jack jack kirby i mean his I just look at his work and I want to start drawing, you know, that's for me, that's like yeah, true wow. creative inspiration, you know, um, a couple of other artists as well. I mean, like Jim Phillips, he, you probably know, uh, Santa Cruz, like the screaming hand. Um, yes. you know, you've seen that, like he, he designed that. I mean, massive, massive, um, you know, uh, pieces of art during like the late seventies and, and eighties, you know, and his, his decks are amazing. And, you know, just, I've got his book as well. And it's just, just wall to wall, amazing art, you know, it's just something that yeah. you just want to, want to become, you know, um, just to try and get to that level is just amazing, you know? So, I mean, yeah, for me, like on a creative level, they're, they're the top dogs for me, you know, they're the, they're the ones that hit me on that sort of nostalgic level. I was a massive comic book fan when I was a kid, you know, I'm not sure if you, you read many comics and stuff, but, um, for me, it was just like, a a good way to sort of escape and, you know, and just yeah. in a world to sort of dive into, you know? Um, it's true. There's, so the fact that I'm doing that now is for, for a living, like drawing is, is a big thing for me, you know, so that's pretty cool. Do you think, do you think uh, artists get enough respect, you know? I think yes and no. I mean, I think that's a hard question because I think there's a lot, I mean, I, a daily, on a daily basis, I get people message or email saying how much they like my work, not to, you know, boost you know big myself up or anything you know i'm sure a lot of artists do as well but i mean that's an amazing humbling feeling to get you know and that's yeah. that's that's amazing that someone would want to reach out and say that i've inspired them or you know that they they love my work you know to take the time out to do that is pretty cool but then on the other hand you know you do get people who do take artists for granted you know they yeah. might not understand the, the the time and the quality and the skill level it takes to design something even if it is you know like a logo or or something you know and and you're always gonna get those people who undercut your work or steal it or yeah or um you know just undervalue you but i think that's the same with any trade you know to be honest with you or, or, or any person you know um yeah. and art is so subjective as well like it's 
you know, something that I think is amazing and I can recognize how much time and skill that might take. Someone else might look at it and not appreciate it, but then they might see something else that I don't, don't appreciate, you know? So it's um, a very gray area, I think, you know, I mean, like something I'm interested in, you, you might not think that's cool art or anything, you know? So, yeah, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's so true. I think quite often people just sort of imagine what creating something is just like a five minute thing and boom there you go i remember i used to be yeah, yeah. i used to be a garden designer but way back in london and i used to love doing up plans for houses and quite often people are like oh i have to pay for this you're like uh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> are you not doing it for the love of gardening yeah. <laughs> but yeah it's yeah that's so... always um yeah that's always soul destroying man when, when you see stuff like that so but i know i remember like um on your Instagram feed, you quite often like help helping people out art wise and saying, you know, you know, don't give up, you know, go for it. And you're always giving out advice, which I think is super cool. Yeah. I tried to, um, you know, I mean, think from an early on, like my following started to get a bit bigger over quite, quite a quick period of time. And, um, I remember reaching out to bigger names when I started out and, um, never got any responses back or it'd either be, you know, just completely blank messages or, or very short answers and stuff. Um, you know, so I, I, I never really understood that, you know, I just always thought, yeah, I get it. You're like a big, a big artist and stuff, but I just always thought we were just on the same level because you're human. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like you wouldn't walk in, you know, if you walked into a bar and started talking to someone, you know, you wouldn't just expect them to just blank you or turn around yeah. and walk away. Do you know what I mean? You'd, you'd have a conversation with them. So I don't understand the difference between that and messaging yeah. someone on Instagram. So, I made a decision very early on. It wasn't even a decision. It was just something, <clears throat> you know, I'm just a normal person. So if someone messages me, even if they've got two followers and they're a, you know, a 16 year old kid, I'm going to respond back. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. that, that kid might be having a bad day or, or might be just be looking for a little bit of, you know, inspiration or someone to go, you know, that's a cool bit of art. Keep it up, you know, and your response could make a massive difference. You know, I always think if you've got a bit of a following, or one of these social platforms, you've got a responsibility as well to, you know, to, to cater for your fans and the people that are taking the time out. I mean, that is it time yeah. as well. Like they've made the time and the effort to talk to you. You fucking better talk to them back. Do you know what I mean? It's only polite, totally. isn't it? you know? So, yeah. Um, and I think, I think you create that transparency as well, which is, you know, you know, it's, it's you behind it and you just responding. I think it's, you know, like you say, it's that human touch, which you, you lose or I don't know when you become too big. It's, 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 it's hard cool. to keep up with them. Yeah. Thanks, man. I mean, like I say, it's hard to keep up with some messages and a lot of them do fall through the cracks, you know, like I don't always have time to respond to everything. Um, I'll do my best. It's just the, the nature of the beast really. I guess the busier you are and it's harder to, respond but i'll do my best and i'll always answer to comments on on posts and stuff like that especially even if it's someone saying oh cool artwork you know like why not just yeah. a lot of thumbs up you know yeah the big <laughs> um, thumbs up that's you it were, man uh, yeah it's all in the name <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about earlier about moving out of london i know that's just happened doesn't it sort of over christmas yeah. time. How, how has that been well, well i'm a london boy um born and raised so for me to move out of the big smoke was a bit of um, a bit of a shock to the system, but it, no, it, as I was mentioning earlier, it's it's something that I've been thinking about for a few years. I sort of fell out of London, uh, sorry, fell out of love with London for a little bit. Um, I just felt sort of, you know, I mean, I was starting a business and 
you know, trying to become, you know, an artist and, you know, looking for spaces and it sort of just felt like if you weren't mega rich or mega connected, London doesn't really look after you. It's almost like it doesn't want you to be there unless you are super wealthy, you know? Um, So if you're just sort of like middle of the road, it's just not for you really. I mean, the fact that it's just, you know, I've lived there all my life and I just couldn't get any kind of advice or help with sort of starting a pop-up or looking into a gallery opening space. I mean, it's so clicky as well. Just, really? Yeah, man. I mean, I, I reached out to about two or three galleries, didn't even get a response back. It was just wow, ridiculous, you know? So it's, um, yeah, so I just, when we were looking at places to, to move to, we were in a position where we could finally buy. Um, obviously, London, forget about it, it's too expensive. But yeah, um, yeah moving out of London, closer to Brighton, um, Peace Haven, sort yeah. of, uh, yeah, that ticked the boxes. Um, not much going on, to be honest with you, but um, <laughs> particularly now, which is all right. Particularly now. <laughs> yeah, particularly now, yeah. But there's a couple, there's a decent Indian and KFC oh, around man. the corner, so that's all right. <laughs> Indian, oh, yes, I love a good but Indian. I mean, like, I, you know, I've just, just signed a lease for, for a studio, um, which I would never have been able to do in London because just the square footage for what I need versus the price is just crazy, you know, so... Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think is, moving out is, is the best thing that would have happened to me, to be honest with you. This this is exciting, having your own studio space, no? Yeah, I mean, you know, like you guys made the move from London to, to France. I mean, that must have been pretty scary, right? It it was, but I mean, you know, we were young. We were, I mean, I'm still young at heart, but um, you kind of, <laughs> well, I was 20, 25, 26, and you just, it was just like the adventure, you know? And we yeah, just, right chucked everything in the van and just were like let's do it and yeah did you have have your did you have your daughter at the time or yeah yeah lily was yeah yeah. lily was six months and uh and yeah i could kind of uh i was like i was saying i was doing garden design in in london and i could kind of see that that i don't know made a big big decision to want to spend more time as a family and and be together Mm. and i could see early early on that in london you can quickly get lost in the in working all the time so we just yeah yeah, wanted to get away and and live in the country and just learn the culture and the language and yeah what part of london were you in i was in west london near near bonnie and chiswick oh right like chiswick yeah yeah i mean being i mean i was in chiswick as well like under that flight path you know just yeah planes every like fucking eight or ten minutes it's just pain in the ass and now it's just like the only thing flying above me is like seagulls, which is right. I can deal with that, <laughs> yeah. you know. So, you know, it's just, yeah, massive difference. I mean, obviously you guys, you know, packed up and you kind of started your own business and stuff. I mean, that must that must have been pretty nerve-wracking, I guess, like, to, to provide for your family as well. Like, that, that's always in the back of your head, you know. Yeah, it did. I mean, we were kind of well into, like, you know, growing our own veg and it was all... all... We had a little allotment in uh, down down in Chiswick, down by the river. So that was, like, the first step. And then coming here like with a lot of space and yeah I mean it was a it was a great choice and just spending so much time with my daughter that was so crucial mm. and, and and no money can ever replace that that time which is you know we all forget yeah 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 I mean that's amazing like to, I mean that's kind of the goal isn't it I guess just to be able to spend time with friends and family especially now like you do take that for granted granted because you know like even you know, I never really, never really had time to go to the pub much or anything, but it was always just a place to to meet a couple of mates and stuff. You know, just to, yeah. just to go and meet up. And obviously, this year or last year, 
you know, you, you do miss that, you know, just being For able sure. to meet up with a few key people and stuff and um, <clears throat> kind of makes you wish you'd, you'd met up with them more, you know? So, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I think, yeah, I think looking back or looking back now, I think I'm going to, yeah, definitely be happy with the move. And especially like Maggie's really young and she's only you know, two and Lola's nine, you know, we, we're already spending more time just going for like walks and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool yeah. just being able to go to the beach every day, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's just a different speed, isn't it? I think it's just getting used to that. And it took us a few years to get used to the, and you know, London's great. The 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 mix of people, the dynamic, it's, it's such a great mix. I, I love that about London. And you know, country yeah. life is quite different and you have to adjust and, but I'd say that. Yeah, the... I mean, I bought some Wellington boots and everything, so <laughs> I'm, um, I'm growing. Uh, what, what, what sort of a tartan, tartan colour or? No, just plain green. I didn't want to oh, yeah. be too flamboyant straight away. So, <laughs> yeah, you know. new kid on the block. <laughs> new kid on the farm, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. So uh, let's step into a bit of um, biggest mental challenge. Yeah, I mean, I mean, for me, it's kind of just finding the time to work, like having the kids oh, yeah. at home over the last year has just been an absolute nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, like having them not in school, you really take for granted. So you really under, uh, you go to, so you really learn to appreciate your, um, your personal space, you know, and the time yeah. that you need to actually do your own shit, you know, like, yeah you know, answering an email to a client instead of it just being done, it might take like two days to even get sat in front of the laptop because the kids are just driving you absolute potty. I mean, so that, yeah, staying, having time to work, having time, I mean, for me, like we touched upon it earlier on as well, but like a mental challenge, I guess, for starting out, you know, just, just starting your own business, which you probably found as well, was just like, there's a lot of pressure on you to, to make money, you know, to support your family, you know, like yeah. even now, like, you know, I, I guess I'm arguably, a, a, I'm, I'm a successful artist, I guess, because I'm doing it for a living and yeah. it's my only income, you know, it's never too far from the front of my mind that hang on, this is a way that I yeah. need to make money. You know, like if I don't draw or if I don't, you know, get that, get that work to that client on time, you know, I'm not gonna be able to pay the mortgage. Or I'm not gonna be able to, provide for my family and stuff so that's always there at the back of my mind you know and it's that is pressure a lot of stress you know and i guess you you and ella found that as well you know when you when you guys moved over and started doing everything for sure and it's like finding that um particularly when you're like self-employed valuing your work Mm. and how what is that value and how much you can you know ask for it that's always difficult to be like this is what i'm worth and you know that's there's some tough things you have to deal with early on it makes me think how so how do you keep keep it fresh how do you keep creative um it's never really it's gonna sound really big-headed but it's never really been a struggle to be honest with you it's always just it was since i started doing it it's always felt like i meant to do this you know this is something i started doing and i've loved every minute of it and i it's never really felt like work if you know what i mean i mean i, I, I go to bed late you know up drawing till sometimes like two in the morning and then up early wow. with the kids and stuff but it's never felt a struggle if you know what I mean like I've never really run out of ideas and you know I always love that I can just do what I want to do and people well I seem to find the people that are into it as well you know so um that's always a cool feeling as well like you know you draw something that you you really like and you stick it on it on Instagram or your website and people dig it as well and they actually buy the stuff and 
they hang it in their homes and that's a really cool feeling but it's never really felt like a, a chore to sit down and do work you know unless it's like a pain in the ass client but we always have those anyway you know of course um and hopefully it'll that's... get to a level where I can pick and choose more yeah. <laughs> the clients that I deal with. But, um, you know, I think that's, you know, just the same of any business really. But, um, I think if you do something you genuinely love, it's never going to feel like work really, is it? I mean, I guess a lot it... of people say that. So, yeah, but it's, it's, it's so inspiring because, you know, it's brave to step out there and, and do something you're obviously really good at, but like so many people strive to, to be happier in their life. And it's just, it's good to see people not just doing the classic nine to five in an office. And I think it's great that you can, you know, make your living. Yeah. I don't, you love. I don't think I'd survive in an office to be honest with you. I mean, I look now and I think, Oh, it would be kind of, would it be cool to work in a studio? I guess, but I've got friends who are, you know, quite, you know, high up in their positions in sort of advertising or big design companies and stuff. And they're working on sometimes jobs that are really exciting, but then sometimes they're working for clients that they're not interested in, you know, um, they're doing adverts that they don't love and they're, they're, they're doing all hours and, you know, it's just big, big pressure with deadlines and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, you know, at least I've got the freedom to do what I want to do, you know, um, and then draw what I like to draw. And I've, I've always done that. I've never really drawn stuff that other people would like. I've always just done what I want to do. And it is, it is a bit sketchy, especially at the beginning. You didn't know if people would like it, but, um, as sort of time's got gone on, I sort of, you know, those people are attracted to what, yeah. I'm, what I'm drawing and they tend to sort of follow my work and stuff like that. So it's cool to have like a little bit of a following and stuff like that. Yeah. And you keep, you, you um, create a proper tight knit community, don't you, I guess, through that. Yeah. 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 Definitely, man. Like, uh, I don't have a cool name for them or anything yet, but, uh, like a <laughs> little, little, little fan the crew. fans. Yeah. The crew. Um, and they buy, buy the shit that you make and they um they come to the shows and stuff like that and it's it's cool i mean like i've done a couple of shows in in la which is still mind-blowing to me that people would even want to come and meet me or anything like that and you know you're signing their babies and shaking their hands and stuff like that and uh yeah it's insane man it's a yeah it's insane to to meet all those sort of people you know and you're, but you're still like, you know, cause you do, I see you do pins and t-shirts. You're still like sending all that stuff off yourself. You're never, you're a busy man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do. I pretty much do it all myself, man. I mean, I had, uh, I did employ my cousin for a little bit of time, um, because like due to the whole lockdown thing, he was out of work and he's like really on the ball as well. He's a good worker. So he'd go to the lockup and pack orders and stuff. My wife like prints all the, prints all the labels and stuff. Um, but yeah, I do like, you know, like t-shirts and prints and stuff, but yeah, I pretty much ship it all myself. So it's, it's a bit mad. Like I should, I guess I should get someone to do it for me, but I was always a bit wary because I didn't want to employ someone and then have to let them go if it ever got quiet, you know, I'd feel really yeah. bad for that kind of thing. Um, also it's, can I afford to do that? You know, that, that, that sort of thing. So, I, I mean, I don't mind packing in myself. It's as long as you keep on top of it, it's, it's not too bad. You know? And I guess you, um, you know, I'm not like a big sort of warehouse and you know, I've got, you know, quite a few racking shelves, but it's not like a it's acres like and acres of shelving. No, it's not like Amazon at all. But um, yeah, I don't have to walk around like a cart or anything like a forklift truck just to pick up a pin badge, you know. Um, <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's small scale in terms of that. It keeps me busy though, I guess. So I, I, I try to pack orders like once a week. So I, I find time to do that. Yeah, it's cool, man. Um. Tell me about, so you're talking about going bigger on your pieces. What's what's this in touch? You mean like actually painting, painting, not digital? Yeah, yes. 
No, yeah. So a couple of years ago, I started um, painting canvases and um, that that went quite well. It's, um, I hadn't picked up a paintbrush in a long time and that, uh, <clears throat> you know, so it took some time to get used to it, like the technique and everything. It's not like digital work where, you know, I work on an iPad so I can like zoom, you know, and, like, yeah. and, and delete stuff as well. And I was talking to a friend of mine who's an artist and um, when we were on a trip together, we were uh, signing these people's like artists notepads so they go around and they collect artists like signatures yeah. and and drawings and stuff like that and um he tried to like zoom in on the page and he was just like oh man i keep forgetting because he uses like he uses like <laughs> ipads all the time uh so it's really hard to go back to to yeah, you wow. know, um, the fundamentals but uh, yeah no it was really cool painting and spending time on one piece as well and um yeah, so this year now I've got a bigger, bigger art space. I'm going to start doing bigger canvases. And what will happen is those those pieces will go into a show. You know, I'll sell the originals and I'll make prints from the originals. Um, and that is kind of how I want to want to go with it and stuff like that. I want to start learning to spray paint a bit more as well. Cool. Um, I was talking to to um, Bonnie's brother Felix about it and his, his mate Arthur as well, and they're they're really good really good with that and then i think they're gonna give me some pointers and stuff and Fantastic. yeah so then i'll hopefully get invited to go and do like murals and stuff like that so that'd be pretty cool that sounds good i think everyone needs to just get more creative i think it's a good time yeah I mean, man get the crayons lo out lockdown is tough but man getting creative it just feels good you're releasing all those emotions and arts the way yeah eh? man just like stabbing like a canvas with a paintbrush and getting really angry with it. You know, no, it's, yeah, no, definitely, man. I mean, even like the kids, so like you see it like they're running around going crazy and then you just sit them down, do some coloring in and it's, you know, really calms them down, mellows them out. And that's kind of how I feel when I'm creating, you know, I'm just like in a zone and it just feels good. You know, it's just my, my space to do what I want to do with, you know, and I don't have to answer to other people or what colors do I need to use? And, you know, does this yeah. look good? You know, you just sort of trust your own instincts and it's, there's no right or wrong with it, you know? It's it's amazing. I always like to have a pot of pens on the table, like on the dinner table, but it's um it's amazing just thinking of my job. I try and get adults to draw, you know, I love a bit of pictionary at work mm. teaching English. It's amazing. <laughs> That's cool, man. It's amazing how many adults just like I can't draw. They like they seem mm. to like as a kid it's like you don't even question it. And as an adult, so many people lose that notion yeah. to draw. Yeah, totally, man. But there's so many people out there who can draw and they don't even really do it much, you know? Like, Bonnie's a really good artist and she, I don't think she draws much, you know? And my mum's boyfriend, like, he's pretty talented and he'll sketch something that looks really cool and, you know, they don't... If for them, it's not like... A, they might not be an avenue that they want to that they want to move up into, but I always think that's the difference between... You know, it's just just doing it and, and not doing yeah. it like you know if you put your art out into the world you never know like someone might buy that piece of art you know and it's for sure but i guess like it might not be something everyone's interested in like in terms of like pursuing it as a career you know so um each to their own i guess but you know there's there's yeah there's definitely room for more artists out there for sure have you got any tips for those budding creatives to just like you know starting out yeah try to like stay off my turf you know, like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, I just kind of did it. Like I sort of wanted to draw and I kind of started drawing and I was like, oh, I'll make some merch, like some stickers. I thought stickers would be cool because they don't cost a lot. And yeah, I just did it. So I guess if you want to do it, just do it. Like, you know, what's the worst that's going to happen? It's like, 
I, I, I get messages from people like, oh, I'm too scared to put my art out there. And it's like, do it, man. Like, what's the worst that's going to happen? Like, so, so yeah. like someone might not like it. So what? They're not your, they're not your demographic. You know, there's loads of people who don't like my artwork, but try not to let it get you down. You know, because for every one person that doesn't like it, you might get ten who do. You know, so, and there's no better feeling than selling a piece of art and like and and seeing that put, that person putting it up in the house and they're seeing that every day, or their friends and family might see it every day and get inspired yeah, by it or or like it you know so it's true it's like it's just the action isn't it just putting it out there not worrying about yeah people's reaction and just being like i've got this yeah it's like you with the with the podcast so like you just did it like you know you, you didn't wait to have like a thousand subscribers or something like that you just went and, went and did <laughs> yeah it. i just i just rolled it out on my on my phone with really crap yeah. content. and now oh, look at I... me i've invested in a decent paper mache mike as you said <laughs> yeah look at you man yeah you're the real deal so yeah it's that is it i mean like, like i think it's obviously it's easier said than done you know but i think with with art and stuff like it doesn't cost you anything to actually yeah. paint a picture or or draw a picture and put it on on instagram and see what people think you know if it's something you generally want to do or you want to get feedback on then then go for it man just grab it and, and, and reach yes. for the stars you know love it so, man love it um, just before we end, I would like to know uh, about your top tunes, tunes that have been uh, getting you going, get you, get you creative. Um, what's, oh, what's my up my, my playlist? My playlists are an absolute mess. It's, they're a shambles. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> a my shambles. wife hates them. Yeah, oh, she really? hates them because, like, yeah, one minute it'd be like Wu Tang, and then the next one would be like the Beatles, and then it would like move on to like Elton John. It's just like. Oh, wow. Anything and everything is is on the playlist, but like to get into to drawing, I do listen to a lot of like eighties and nineties hip hop. Um, yeah, Tribe Quest, um, you know, Wu Tang, like old stuff like Big Daddy Kane, um, uh, Chub Rock, stuff like that. You know, um, that that gets me going. Like the beat and the samples that they use and the, the lyrics, like they really inspire me to to sit down and draw. Um, but yeah, I mean, recently, like MF Doom, he's a British-born rapper, but I mean, he lived in the States a lot, and he uh, he passed away in October, and um, so I've been listening to a lot of his stuff, man. That's um, okay. I mean, his lyric. His lyrics are really good. So if you haven't listened to MF Doom before, he's 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 very entertaining, skilled skilled lyricist. So I would definitely recommend listening to him. Sweet man. Well, that is great. We've got a few ideas for the listeners. Um, cool. Nick, it's it's been an absolute pleasure. No, thanks for having me, man. It's been fun. Thank you. Great, great to just hear, you know, just have an insight in your, your life and the creative world. So it's been super inspiring. Thanks, Th thanks for sharing. Thanks for being so open. It's and good to um, see your lovely face, Ed. It's good. If we get, I'll get you back on here soon. It'll be uh, love, <laughs> love to all the family. And uh, yeah, keep it, keep safe and uh, enjoy that, that coastal, uh, coastal vibe. Thanks. I'm going to go down to the sea and, and smell it now so, yeah. so I can have it in my lungs. Yeah, don't, don't let the seagulls get your chips. <laughs>